WVIK Quad Cities NPR is here for you, keeping you connected to the world by bringing the world to your home. Even in extraordinary times, we're committed to bringing you the accurate information you need and the beautiful music and compelling stories you count on to help lighten your load. We're here when you need us because you've been there for us. Thank you for your continued support of WVIK. Sun, clouds, chances of rain, maybe some frost. They're all on the forecast through the weekends. Today we'll see some sun, slight chance of a light afternoon sprinkle, and a high near 60. Illinois reports another 2,100 newly identified COVID-19 cases. Another 176 have died of COVID-19-related illness. A new one-day record. The Illinois' death toll is now 2,858. The case counts 65,962. On the same day, the state showed that record number of deaths related to COVID-19. Governor J.B. Pritzker announced a regional plan to eventually reopen Illinois. As Bill Wheelhouse reports, it may be a while before large events can take place, though. The governor breaks the state up into four sections. Each part of the state will be monitored for improvement in health metrics and would be classified at one of five stages. The state is currently at level two with a slightly relaxed stay-at-home order. If regions show improvement, hair salons and retail outlets could open. And I won't open the door to overwhelming our hospital system just because a loud but tiny minority would like to indulge in that fantasy. Later phases in the governor's plan would allow schools and colleges to open up, but the final stage, which would allow for stadiums full of people, would require a vaccine or better medical treatment for COVID-19. I'm Bill Wheelhouse. Iowa reports another 408 cases and 19 deaths, also a new one-day record. So the death toll is now 207, the case count 10,111. In the Quad Cities, we're up to 771 cases after Rock Island County reported 25 new ones. Scott County added 10. 21 have died here. The Scott County Health Department will increase efforts to identify people who have been exposed to COVID-19. Director Ed Rivers says his employees have been contact tracing since mid-March by interviewing people who tested positive, talking with all those in their homes, and teaching them how to self-isolate and prevent the spread of infection. The employees also contacted employers to help with workplace response plans. Public health staff will be expanding their case follow-up, also known as contact tracing, to include all contacts an individual may have had, in the 48 hours prior to when they first started showing symptoms. Contacts include individuals who they may have been physically near closer than six feet for longer than 30 minutes. Rivers also reminds people who live in Scott County to complete their TestIowa.com assessment. Nita Ludwig, administrator of the Rock Island County Health Department, says on Friday at 3 p.m., one human family, QCA, Quad Cities Interfaith, and other groups plan to honor the 21 people who have died of COVID-19. To ring bells or make noise as, as, as you can to remember those who have lost their lives from this virus. This kind of community gesture will not bring back those we've lost, but it does remind us that we're all in this together. There is no location for the remembrance. Just go outside and participate wherever you are. And again, that's Friday at 3 o'clock. In addition, Loving Bottoms Diaper Bank of Galesburg and Heine Heroes of the Quad Cities will offer free diapers to Rock Island County families tomorrow from 10 a.m. till noon. 
Families are invited to drive through and pick up 50 diapers per child. That'll be at the Rock Island Health Department on 25th Avenue. Heine Heroes plans to host a giveaway for Scott County families later. Well, there is sports to report today after 21 seasons as head coach of the Augustana men's basketball program, Gray Giovanni is retiring. Under Giovanni, the Vikings went 433 and 150. They won 10 CCIW championships, six conference tournament titles, and made 10 trips to the NCAA Division III tournament, including two appearances in the national championship game. Giovanni says after much reflection, prayerful consideration, and discussion with family, he decided it was time to move on to the next chapter in his life. Athletic Director Mike Sapolsky called the coach's accomplishments at Augustana remarkable and said his biggest mark on the program has been how he used basketball to teach critically important life lessons. A nationwide search is planned to identify Giovanni's successor. The Bix 7 will be held in July, but due to the pandemic, it'll be a virtual race. Organizers say participants will complete their race distance anywhere, a sidewalk, treadmill, trail, living room, or track between July 1st and 25th, and then submit their times online. An official race t-shirt will be mailed to them. You can register for the race at Bix7.com. If you're already signed up, you can convert your registration to the virtual edition.